and welcome to the See Through podcast. Uh, we're joined today by Salvatore of Lucan, who's an artist who lives in Dublin. Hello, how are you? Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start off nice and easy. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your initial interest in art, how you began? Like, um, so you said my name. I'm a, paint, <laughs> I'm a painter. Mm-hmm. Um, and my initial, I was just always draw, drew since I was a kid, so. Did you start to draw like before school when you were like, or was it something that you did in school? Or Definitely like since primary school, uh, yeah, I got a lot of praise for drawings off teachers and stuff. Mm. Or like, I always wanted to be the best in the class kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Is it something you did at home? Yeah. Yeah, definitely drew a lot when I was a kid. Mm. Um, I probably like, I only started, I started painting when I was like 16. Because... Mm. Um, my art teacher showed us like Francis Bacon and Lucien Freud and David Hockney. Yeah. So we got a new art teacher in sixth year. Mm. And then, oh no, in fifth year. Mm. She started showing us kind of contemporary art or like more contemporary artists yeah. than the Renaissance or whatever. Mm. Yeah. So then, uh, then I started painting when I saw them. I kind of wanted to study fashion when I was a kid. Right, like okay. from most of primary school to the secondary school. And then, Interesting. Uh, when I saw those paintings, especially Bacon's paintings, when I saw Bacon's paintings, I talked like, Oh, paintings is mm. paintings yeah. are really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. And where were you in sector skill? Yeah, CBS oh. in Lucan. Oh, very good. Okay. Yeah. Sure, you've heard of it. Yeah, no, I have <laughs> heard of it. I have heard of it actually. Represents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you remember what the kind of subjects were of your first few drawings when you were a kid? What What kind of interested you most? When I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, like way like child. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. As a child. Like, I definitely went through a dark period. I think I remember, like, around the ages of, like, 11, 12, 13, I used to draw, like, like a guy who would do graffiti, like, who had, like, a bandana and a hoodie on. Okay, cool, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> like, not graffiti, just yeah, a guy yeah, doing graffiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, uh, then, yeah, I don't want to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm thinking of things. Yeah. I, during my, when I was, I will say it, mm. when I was making my... <laughs> Um, portfolio for NCAD one of the headings that you had to make work mm-hmm. about or mind maps was enclosures okay so then I did stuff that like I brought the holocaust into it and I was drawing doing drawings of holocaust survivors <laughs> or like or holocaust no victims in the concentration camps yeah. and then yeah. I did a life-sized one on my bedroom wall Gee, okay uh, yeah. had to yeah. then it was regrettable then. I mean, I got I painted over it quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got carried away and you was like, joking. I'll make one real life size. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, now I have to sleep at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really scared. Yeah. yeah, as the volume and the size and the form changes, yeah, there's something yeah. matters slightly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then, but then seriously painting, or like when I decided to take a boil painting and do that, uh, I think my first painting I tried to do with my girlfriend at the time, mm. but I just messed it up so much it turned into a kind of a weird monster. And then maybe, yeah, first paintings were all of me, my ma, and my nan, I think, yeah. mainly. Very just good. from life, because I thought mm. I shared from life was better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Apparently, yeah. yeah. It is actually better in, in lots of ways. But Talk to us about kind of when you go to like put a work together now what do you start with what's the first thing you do like it's different every time really to be honest um it, like if it's a very large painting and i'm taking it really seriously i'll draw and compose for like maybe 
even a few weeks or months. Yeah. Just trying to make sure it's all right before I start it because obviously if you start a huge painting uh, and you haven't worked it all out first, mm-hmm. you could end up wasting a month or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wanting to get rid of it. Um, but then, yeah, other ways I start, yeah, much more just intuitively just painting what bit of the painting I want to paint uh, mm. point of hand. Yeah. So do you prefer to kind of keep the composi- composition imaginative or do you work it out before... Do you know what I mean? Do you know exactly what you're going to do sp- based on the scale? I suppose I'd lay it out to a certain degree, but then even within the plan, there'd be room for yeah. intuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. the, certainly the furniture will be composed. Like, I know exactly where that's going because then, or like if I'm creating a space or a scene, mm. I'll need to know where the structures are yeah. so that I know what space the figures go into. Mm-hmm. So I suppose, yeah, your kind of depictions of things that are very intimate to you or your surroundings kind of, feature prominently especially your family as you've mentioned you paint them a lot so what interests you most about kind of painting people or the people near you uh, what interests uh, I suppose because I know them yeah like uh, I can't really mm. I find it quite hard to paint people I don't know or I find it kind of boring I've definitely done that like I remember like I don't like going to life drawing that much yeah because I don't feel I think but then I don't know what the quality is, but like I think when you know someone intimately, it is, yeah, makes. I remember thinking that even when I was quite young at sixteen, I remember looking at paintings of people's masks, and I don't know if it's just the context of them painting their mask, but mm. I remember thinking, like I think some of the best paintings mm. or the best paintings that I liked when I researched them, they seemed to be done of someone that was close to the artist. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's because you can read a little bit into the relationship between the people based on their? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, or it helps. Yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that actually affects the painting, but so when you, as you work now, what would you consider to be the most important thing to represent in your work at the moment? Well, if you asked me that two weeks ago, I'd be absolutely fine. But I'm kind of going through a little bit of a lull. Okay. Um, what's important for me to represent at the moment? Mm. I think. I've been looking at kind of like, or like the paintings that I'm looking at most at the moment are kind of really sincere and sweet. And I think that's something that maybe isn't very evident in a lot of my work or something, or maybe I've made, I don't know, actually I'm not that self-aware about my own work, but at the moment I would like to like make paintings that were kind of more about love or like a bore, like done in a kind of very like um, sincere way, but not like it. A bad uh, <clears throat> like I'm looking at a lot of Larry paintings at the moment mm-hmm. and uh yeah. Jared Dillon. Yeah. And I think Dillon's both of them project. really love yeah. their like subjects. Yes. Yeah. Uh which I mean I think maybe in some of my work it's apparent that like maybe I have a more complex relationship with my subjects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to get to yeah. I would love to be able to make works that were about love that weren't whack, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it is possible, obviously, if it's possible for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose someone like Dylan is very naive. Like they're very touching. Do you know what I mean? The they're all all cuddled up in bed. Like there, there's definitely a difference between your works and and those. So I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm interested yeah. to see. Yeah, how they oh, kind of I would love to be able to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very good. So yeah, like that's not that's another thing. I suppose like uh, you're often kind of not fl- very flattering towards the, the subjects in your works so how do you kind of resist the urge to 
to how have you resisted the urge to idealize idealize your subjects or kind of you know mm. put your own spin on them yeah i think for me like definitely when i was younger like i, I felt like realness was important or like showing kind of warts and all mm. or like not painting people like they were this kind of weird classical god yeah uh, like i think like i don't know if it's true like that they painted those, all those renaissance paintings are done like they're also hairless because they wanted to Emulous separate gods, themselves yeah, yeah. Or, or separate themselves from animals or mm. even other races mm. uh but like i think uh i think yeah i think i don't know yeah i think people are like in general quite like ugly mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like or or yeah, it was kind of an anti uh or like I suppose also when I was younger and it's probably yeah, it's still now like there's I mean so many pictures of supermodels and mm -hmm. polished like photoshopped images like all over their society like why I think even know, going back to Dylan painter would want to Dylan has that. a very cleansed view. He takes his subjects, he takes the parts mm. that are yeah, good yeah, and he exactly. presents what's good in his like view. <laughs> whereas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whereas what you're doing is representing the whole, yeah. The, yeah, 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 the whole view. Like, as you said, you know your subjects intimately. Mm. You're giving us all of it yeah. rather than, I suppose, yeah. a, a very clean or cleansed view from Dylan, which isn't always the case. But no, yeah, I think it does come from a kind of childlike, mm. you know what I mean, where you boil Naivety, someone down yeah. to like a few different elements. But like, I know when you actually know someone really well, you get to see you uh, get the all, warts and all, you get yeah, the exactly. Warts and all, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Agreed. Glad, what? glad we're in agreement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is something that's absolutely <laughs> essential in your studio space for you? What do you have to have? Uh, paint. Yeah. Yeah. Um what do I love most in my studios? Probably yeah. I have I had a linseed oil dish okay. that was given to me by a person in my class. Like you just bought it in a second hand shop, like a this weird metal leaf shaped dish. And I've mm. used it for my linseed oil for like the last when that's that two thousand and thirteen. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, so it's all caked. It's got a layer of oil and paint on it and I've used it oh. since. So I think I'd I definitely feel lost that I'd freak out. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I was just talking as well about how experimenting outside of painting. So is there any other mediums that you've kind of been been looking at or I know that you did some works kind of collaborated for some works in glass mm -hmm. you're showing the Kevin Cavanaugh. So is there anything else like that you've been interested in? I'd, I'd love to work in stained glass again, mm. um, but it's so expensive and yeah. obviously I don't have a stained glass workshop, so you have to pay quite a lot of money to to make that stuff. Anyone wants to commission me to make a stained glass window? <laughs> yep. You know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'd like to make prints, like make something more affordable, like like work with a, a printer and do, I don't know, etchings or something, something like that. Mm. Um just because, yeah, it, like it's a funny thing about being an artist or like where you make paintings and like you make paintings of the closest people to you and mm. they can't afford them. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I think something that was still handmade, like something more than like a GK, GK print. Yeah. Like, 
making like an actual print hand colored would be yeah yeah a more affordable price would be nice good you obviously represent a lot in your work this idea of the kind of surreal or you know spaces as you put it earlier on that are definitely from your view or your head but are put in a surreal context do you think that these have a symbolic value to you why did the, why does it interest you to create spaces in this kind of surreal manner surreal manner spaces um Are you talking about the actual spaces, like like that they decide to mm, set yeah. the paintings in? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I suppose, like most of my paintings are set at home, which obviously has a value to me. Yeah. Then, obviously, I've set, like, maybe two McDonald's. And then that would, uh, that interests me because it kind of, I feel like McDonald's kind of transcends, yeah. like, time and class. Yeah. And age, or like a kind of, it's or like they're the same everywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. this kind of space that whatever could be anywhere. Yeah, um, and then Brathwood and pubs. Uh, that's obvious as well. It's like just where you, yeah, kind of the spaces are kind of obvious, but then the composition of the spaces is not really intended to be surreal. It's more. Uh, don't know mm. it's well it's like the spaces i'm kind of just arranging them so that i can fit all of the symbols in like so that i know i know kind of before i started painting if it's well planned like i need this part of this person i need like mm. i need this bit and i need these objects yeah and i kind of need to figure out a way of warping the space to fit all of the symbols in mm. do you think that's why you have an interest in painting objects or including them within your Oh yeah, in the composition of the painting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like any time I put in an object that isn't necessary mm. or like essential, mm. I feel like I've made a mistake. I've done that quite a lot recently, which is annoying me. Um, where I'm kind of, I really don't like having to fill space. Mm. Like I hope that if I compose properly, that there wouldn't be. That this this space there wouldn't be that space that needed to be filled by just something random. Uh, I can I'll have already warped it enough so that the uh, only the essential things have space here. Mm-hmm. You've been involved in leading a lot of workshops recently. Um, the RHA uh, down where I'm from in Dunmore East uh, as well. Dunmore East, yeah, Is yeah, that before, yeah, yeah. So oh, I. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm fr- I'm born in Dublin, but I moved, I've lived in Dunmore. My mum's from Dunmore, and I lived in Dunmore for okay. ha- more than half my life. So okay, cool. a lot of guys down there. But um, yeah, you've been involved in them workshops. You know, is that something that's rewarding for you? Do you, do you, do you get something back from that? Yeah, I, mean, I love teaching. Yeah, and in your recent, you were down in Dunmore recently, very recently. Um, what did you, what did you do down there in art form? Me and my friend Jolt Basti painter um we just did a three-day course on double portraiture so the students will have to like get two paintings they usually bring like someone close to them mm. or two pictures or two like multiple source multiple image sources for two different sitters and then the first day is composition and they try and work out how the best way to arrange them in, in like to 
sort of, I suppose, like, uh, like in a, like double portraiture being like about the distance between two people or like the, like the space in between them and kind mm. of helping them compose that. And then the second age also do more practical kind of color mixing and underpainting. And mm. then the third day, we're just trying to help them finish or progress the painting a little mm. bit more. How did you end up down in Dunmore? How did you end up in art form? I think they asked Jolt to give a class. Okay. And then at the time, Jolt didn't want to do a class on his own, so he asked me. <laughs> I think that's how most of my teaching has come out of Jolt being asked and then you tag it along. I don't know. Yeah, you, or I might, that might be wrong. That might be right for other places. Yeah. Okay. Be good. Yeah. If that's a kind of rewarding part of painting what's the most difficult part of painting for you the most difficult part of painting is well like quite obviously yeah it's the fear of the future oh. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like will i ever make enough money from this mm. yeah. um because yeah if you were if you're you know I mean if you had a house there and like even a small regular income, I think painting could be extremely fun. Mm. Like I don't <laughs> think it would have any downsides. Okay. Yeah. 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 And do you think, like in terms of your work now and what's difficult for you now, I think a lot of artists are talking that it's very hard to get studio space and it's very hard to, as you said, like look to the future and go forecast how they can make money from their work, etc. Um. Do you think that in the current climate, the way things are, do you think painting is, sus- is sustainable for everyone? Or I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like, I hope it's sustainable. I don't know if it will be for me or like, yeah, any, like, I think, I don't know how many artists in Ireland make a proper living off solely mm. painting, but I can't imagine it's very many. Yeah. Um, also, art, Ireland doesn't, seem to have like a huge history of collecting art no. Yeah. No. Um, or like nowhere near Europe or, mm. or like most of mainland Europe mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely is a it's what do a, they spend their money on this is the question this is the question they had there's money yeah <laughs> I think I think what, seen it. yeah we don't definitely don't have a visual a visual culture yeah. in the same way as like a literary or a no. musical kind of one so I yeah, think that's no. definitely I think an element of it I think it's a great culture of like um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say negativity but everyone thinks on the negative and like saving is a culture like yeah. the idea of spending or using your money to support an artist or yeah. mm. you know to, to to buy work or collect work is something that's well, that's new it's yeah. a, it's a new perspective i think mm-hmm. for the ma- for for an idea of yeah. the mass well, population uh, yeah the it. emergence of like a middle class definitely bolstered there being art sold and made mm. loads in europe mainland europe and everywhere else yeah. so mm. i think in ireland that was a little bit later yeah. kind of yeah a little bit of a celtic tiger uh Celtic Tiger definitely fed into it, I yeah, think. Yeah, Celtic uh, Tiger activity to be an art collector and, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think there is people who collect art now and there is a growing, there is a growing desire to collect art in Ireland, which is no, great. No, there definitely is. No, I think there's loads. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. been very lucky to yeah. sell quite a lot of paintings. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, but mm. I think, yeah, I just, yeah, I wonder how many artists... Like the Irish market can sustain it yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
what do you think as you look forward to the future what do you think are the challenges that face artists at the moment no it's good. like if you have space and money and time mm. I think you're grand like yeah yeah, yeah. then you're creating problems <laughs> <laughs> you're making them yourself I don't want peace yeah. <laughs> very good sure yeah. I think it's actually funny that you mentioned Dylan there earlier on because in my house the work I have by you is it's hanging beside a Dylan I'll oh, send you a picture after this oh please do yeah, yeah. 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 you know yeah I love wow. him wow very, very yeah. full circle moment <laughs> full circle moment there yeah um, cool so we're going to do a um, going to do a quick fire round now yeah there. just oh. they're quick fire questions nothing difficult nice and relaxed when we say quick fire does that mean I have to answer instantly no 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 no, okay. no, no. it's just uh, they're little short questions they're not like a big thought out uh, oh, I thought like I had to go like no 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 what's your favourite colour um wait so I'm not answering it rapidly no take as long as you need I saw that like I suppose the colour response might be like like color combinations are, are more I'm or more I'm more into than just like colors on their own. Mm. Mm. Or like you mean you never see a color on its own really. Um on its own maybe it's like chartreuse or something. I suppose everyone loves that now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so in vogue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. And what combinations do you like? Just uh combinations like I love like a, uh I love like a muddy one beside a a fluorescent one but maybe like a, like a rich one so like I don't know if you say fluorescent for Bryce and then mm. maybe like a kind of a, a long piece of money one or you could kind of like I don't know a kind of a yellowy brown and then a rich one like very I don't know vibrant maroon or something I mean like yeah I mean yeah. I like when they like there's like three different or colors with different frequencies beside each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, but like not the when they're they have a different frequency. Yeah. yeah. What's the most treasured work you've you've painted? Um, in my house, there's only one figurative painting that like I haven't sold or like I wouldn't sell because my nan really likes it. Okay. Uh, it's a painting called Self Portrait with a Scornful Girl. Um, the Scornful Girl is an Egon Sheila painting mm-hmm. and then in second year of college I painted myself with my arm around her <laughs> uh, I, they, we had, it was a project like yeah, you yeah. said you had to re uh, rework uh, mm. like a painting so then I really liked her or like her, her attitude so then I put, <laughs> her vibe. put myself in with her <laughs> very cool <laughs> very cool love it yeah uh, what's your death row meal Death row meal. Yeah. So then you're being put to death and you have one last meal. Yeah. Am I being put to death? <laughs> it's diff- like, it depends no, no, on how you're well. Saying, you're yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> depends on how well the rest of the podcast goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm really not planning on doing anything that warrants that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what would I have? What's like my favorite? Comfort food, I suppose I'm looking for, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say just like a Goodfellas oven pizza and like Hellman's mayonnaise. 
I love it. in my body or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez, the, way, the, way, the way I came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah gorgeous. <laughs> so if you had to spend the day with an Irish artist, living or otherwise? Otherwise. <laughs> dead living yeah. or dead not limbo yeah yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> not, not in limbo they're in purgatory <laughs> sorry you can't talk to them um, yeah if you had to spend a day with an Irish artist living or dead who would you who would you spend that day with and, and Jared Dillon's Irish yeah yeah yeah, yeah that counts right yeah it counts it's Northern Irish he is Northern Irish yeah, Northern but yeah it counts yeah yeah, yeah Jared Dillon yeah, we've already okay. talked about him yeah yeah, yeah that'd be great yeah, yeah. any idea where you'd, spe- where you'd spend it with him I don't know, am I going back to him or is he coming forward to me? Whichever you like. Mm. Whatever I like. I'll go back to him and I'll go watch him paint in the west of Ireland. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So we're at the stage of the podcast, we ask you what's happening with you at the moment. What are you what are you doing? Who's representing you? Where can people learn more about you or try and get hold of your work? <coughs> Let yeah. us know. So I'm with Kevin Cavanaugh Gallery and I have a show the working title of the show is Fancy Situations. Okay. That's uh that's gonna be in Kevin Covenant in June. Fabulous. And um I have prints for sale in the Sowen Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, Copperhouse. I don't know when this comes out, but yeah. Yeah, it's like tomorrow I think. And uh I have some prints for sale for myself and I've got like um I think the National Gallery are still selling prints as well of Mima Healing Me. Okay. And where you can, yeah. Oh, and then I'm in a show in Trinity that's soon. Do you know this thing that's coming Yeah, out? yeah I've heard. Yeah, I've heard yeah. about it, all right. <laughs> you can put it in the thing, or I don't, can't remember the name of it. Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll be there. Yeah. Listen, listen yeah. you'll be there, yeah, yeah. 100%. People yeah, will see. The paintings are there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, everything apart from the name. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, be there. Right, okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thanks, Millie, for coming on the podcast. Thank really you, appreciate you for asking me. Yeah, yeah no. Um, if you want to hear uh, more about Herman's Auctions, you can do so by uh, looking us up on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Cut those cameras. The first yeah, time yeah. I realised the camera there when you said directly into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staring at it, yeah. Staring at Best outro ever. <laughs> you can also find out more at herman.ie. Um, if you want to find out more about the podcast, you can uh, have a look on Instagram facebook and twitter as well see through podcast and obviously if you're looking for sal you can uh find it more on instagram presumably instagram is the best way to find yeah. me yeah i don't have a website or anything i'm gonna make one if I, when i grow up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day one day, one day. <laughs> but look thanks yeah. a million thanks so thanks much thanks. Thanks. Bye, Thank everybody. You.